Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with the Strongman Show. It's Uncle Oz and the caveman, Marcus Charman. How's your week been, Marcus? It's all right. Very good. Yeah, there's been lots happening. Um, obviously, a, uh, all the talk was around the stones on the build-up to both Donna and Tom's uh, stone efforts at the weekend. Um, yeah, there's a few talking points there. But other than that, all is, all is well this end. You've been training hard yourself? Uh, yeah, it's going all right. It's going all right at the moment. Um, I think we're somewhere near, somewhere near a bit of a peak. Uh, I'm just kind of not wanting to jump the gun. So if uh, if Delroy McQueen, if you are watching at the moment, mate, sorry, but uh, tonight tonight I might go rogue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling strong and I want to make the most of it. So um, yeah, I do apologise if I come on next week and just look like a uh, a puppy that's been scalded. You'll know that I've done the wrong thing. So remind me next week. We're going to ask you how how tonight's session. How did, how did it go? Did you get your personal best, or did you uh, or did you get told off? I'll probably what, get told off. What, what are you supposed to be going for? Uh, tonight it's just um, we're on fives, so it's um, and it's five with decent. So, so naturally, time. you want to go for a single? Uh, no, no, no. So, no, it's just it's just at the moment it's it's the one sixty seven point fives, and it's you know, I, and I just I want to round it up. It's I want to round it up, so I want to go for stuff. the well. No, I want I just want to go for the one seventies for fives because if I that. That for me, if I can get five at 170 with two second pauses, that's the best I've ever done. So, on bench, it feels, yeah. yeah, it feels so close. It feels so close. So, uh, and last week I didn't feel fantastic. I'd had a very, very long day. And it's one of those ones where the bar still moves really, really well. So you kind of want to think to yourself, right, okay, let's, let's see what we can do when we feel good. We are, we are going to check in and see how you do next week. But yeah, it'll be on talk... Instagram later anyway, so I'll either be pin, <laughs> pinned under the bar or uh, you won't hear from me for a bit. That's the great thing with you. Either way, it's going to be up on Instagram, so we'll, yeah, yeah. we'll have to check it out. Right, this weekend we had Donna and Tom Stoltman. Donna Moore and Tom Stoltman going for world records in the Atlas Stone. Donna Moore getting the world record, an incredible achievement by her. She's such a, a fun inspirational kind of female athlete she just you know i said the other day that i forget she's 40 years old you know she could compete as a master and you think of her as like a young girl just having fun you know but serious when it comes down to competition she switches on that animal comes out in her and and what a world record i think the bit that what makes donna special is that she's unbelievably real you know you've when she walks into a room, you kind of know she's there, but in such a nice way in that, you know, it's, there is no, there's no air of what I've achieved. There's just a brilliant, brilliant human being. Um, you and I have been lucky enough to spend some time with her when it comes through to even putting on little sort of showcases and stuff like that. And as you say, her demeanor, you can't get your head around the fact that, you know, she's at is 40 because her demeanor is that she just, she, she feels young in terms of how she comes across. And it's just that enthusiasm for lifting. Um, but yeah, she's immensely real. Uh, what she does when she switches on though, that's the Jekyll and Hyde moment. And it's, it makes your hair stand on end because to actually see her come balling through the gym, you know, you just part like uh, like Moses parted the seas because <laughs> she gets the job done every single time. Yeah, it's special. And I'm really chuffed for her because, you know, I, again, all the 
nonsensey comments and stuff like that and like oh she almost missed it and stuff like that look when it comes to that piece of kit you can't touch your body cannot touch the wood so she has to give herself clearance so she's doing that because she you know she's cognitively switched onto that so there is going to be a little lift there's going to be a push but make no bones about it you know that is serious do yourself a favor go and pick up 140 kilo stone just 140 and see how easy you can make it look you know because what she's done there is taken a stone that was in a world's strongest man final probably about a decade ago um and she for all intents and purposes she made it look really pretty easy yeah she did i've, I've seen a few of the comments um you know and regarding the stone touching the the, the implement how many times do you see guys with the stone yeah. you know when they're doing like loading up to a platform they're, they're pressed yeah. against it and then they've got to push it up there's yeah. nothing nothing wrong with that at all no and no no believe me it's actually harder because it's, it's easier if you can do it in one go straight up when you've got to really fight for it and and just keep it, the, the second you loosen up with that stone it's going to fall down so you're fighting yeah. for that little bit longer you've got to keep tight i was i was proud of her really happy for her obviously we're, we're friends kind of behind the scenes and stuff and it was just good to good to see her get her opportunity yeah. in front of you know a, a great audience and platform yeah this we've got some real we got some real trailblazers really you know donna off the back of um you know a couple of girls that have gone before but you know they're all laying the foundations but donna's really been able to take it to a, a place of where she's she's actually just absorbed you know this crowd in with her she just brings an energy and it's made it fun as well you know and then you've got uh then the likes of andrea that are coming on afterwards and you know and she, you know she's been you know looking toward donna and now you've got a, you know it is a rivalry because i think it, you know no matter who you're competing against there's always a rivalry because you want to win exactly. but actually what you've got in those two we are so lucky to have them you know you know, the, we, we could arguably say we have, you know, we have the two greatest, you know, strong women of all time on our shores. And then you look at what they bring in terms of personality and nature. That's where we're really blessed because what they give back by their, their sort of demeanor and their nature is fantastic. And, and Donna's a pioneer for that, really, because she leads by example. But the moment she's away from the, you know, the, the camera or the implement, She's as human as as real as it comes, of which you'd expect, but it doesn't always work out that way. I, th I think we're immensely privileged, and as you said, that word, pr you know, proud of her. Yeah, I think I think if you can't be involved in this sport and see what she's done, and be proud of that person's efforts, there's something inherently wrong with you, because what she has done is she's elevated not just the female side of things; she actually brought a new audience to the male side of things as well, because they wanted to know who this woman was, what sport we were involved in, and it opens, it opens the box to so much more. Yeah, you see, you see how she inspires so many people just by flicking through Instagram, you know, the, the day of the contest, you see how many people are tagging her, how, yeah. you know, especially the female athletes, you know, the, the male as well. But I, and I, I, I probably said this too many times, but I can go back to when I started Strongman yeah. and you had one or two girls that competed in like Britain's Strongest Woman, for instance, yep. or, or even international shows, there wasn't that many girls or female, female athletes competing at this level. Yeah. Now, every single weekend, I mean, obviously this year's an exception, yeah. but you know, you, you go up and down the country, there's, there's 
under you know 62 kilo or 63 is it kilo class females yeah there's the under 82s there's the heavyweights there's shows going on every weekend from you know and they're stacked as level. well yeah stacked shows international yep. level right down to novices and you know that the sport has grown so much and and these two are definitely you know leading that charge to to inspire these these new breed of athletes coming in I mean, they're not the only two. There's some real inspirational girls out there, not yes. just in England as well, all over the world. It's just getting more and more popular. But yep. honestly, the weights that they're lifting now are crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I live in the gym. I know what it's like, you know, being in the gym. And sometimes when you're a, when I guess someone like myself, who's an elite level strongman in my prime, um, you just get used to being around strong people. Yeah. You sort of, you know, you get used to being around, you know, Zadruna Saviskas, Terry Hollands, you know, these kind of, you know, big names, you know, Marius Pudjanovsky, Derek Pounson. You just see these things, Brian Shawthor, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I can rattle off a load of names and you just get used to being around them because they become your, your competition and your friends. So you're always comparing to that level. Yeah. But let's, let's bring it back to reality. 170 kilo, there's, 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 Plenty of people out there that cannot deadlift 170 kilos. No, no. And Donna... Well, this, this is it. You said about that, the environment you sort of work in. This is the environment I work in. I constantly feel weak because of the people <laughs> that I work in around. Because my friends like yourself, Graham, you know, Sean Logan, these sorts of guys, I am not a strong boy in comparison to them. But compared to the dude off the street and even Jim Bros and stuff like that, I'm a strong boy. These girls are stronger than I am. Mm. I have no issue admitting that because do you know what? They work for it. Yeah. And it makes me, I think it's joyous that to, to be able to look at what is achievable and what's been done. And as you say, there, there are girls all over the world, women all over the world that are, are doing this now, you know, and they're bringing attention to the sport in a good, good manner. You know, Leifa, for example, you know, another person, huge amount of personality. You know, then we look at the different classes, you know, that we have, you know, and you go, sort of, there's a, a, a what's, young girl what's, from... What's the girl you were showing me before we came on air? The girl doing the weightlifting? Oh, the weightlifting girl. Um, oh, there's Mary. Coach, Coach Mary on Instagram. Coach Mary on Instagram, but her full <laughs> name is Mary uh, Thiesen Lappen. Uh, and as I say, you know, what we got, we got a, uh, a jerk from the boxes, but it's 182 kilos. 180 makes, kilo jerk. She just makes it look so easy as well. And it's like, oh man, <laughs> it's just, it is phenomenal. But Absolutely I, phenomenal. I can honestly, I, right now, I could not put 182 kilos overhead. No. You know, no, not, whether, not whether it's, the, you know, whatever manner, I couldn't do it right yeah. now. That's, you know, it shows you yeah. how impressive these kind of lifts are. And there's this female athletes all over the world that are just getting better and better yeah. they're, 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 they're realizing that it's okay to lift you know it's not frowned upon or seen as kind of weird and and they're just I, I, I sometimes find when I coach now sometimes the girls work harder than the guys do you know what I've said that from the moment I've come into this like the the people that I've enjoyed working with the most basically because it's the input output thing and you'll you'll get this now because you you spend a lot more time you know coaching because it's full time now you know just lost a hat <laughs> i'm not entirely sure whether i'm alone in here or not you know, just, where the hell's that come from um but um no so so it's the input output side of it you know my my thing has always been about the cognitive uh, approach to competition and and learning to win um, 
and how to win. But when you get a female come into a gym, their expectation, their self-expectation sometimes is nowhere near even their sort of, their, their own standard. And they, there is no expectations and it's a case of, right, okay, show you to do this. And it's, oh, I'm not too sure if I can do that. And then they blitz it. And then once that question is asked, it's like, right, okay, if I can do that when my brain told me I couldn't, what more can I do? And once the penny drops, you just see the evolution. Whereas a dude will come into a gym sometimes, and not all the time, but you know, for the most part, a majority, and they'll be disappointed because they thought they could do more. Yeah. And there won't be that realization of like, okay, you're comparing yourself to people, or you're comparing yourself to something that you've got a right to because you haven't put any of the foundation work in. And it's yeah. normally a little bit of underwhelming sort of uh, an end result. So yeah, the women, the women's side of things, I'm, I'm chuffed to bits that it's growing as it is because across the globe, you've got amazing people doing amazing things. And do you know what? They all come with a bit of character, you know, the Jessica Fithens of this world. Um, I'm going to go back to one salient point though, with regards to the competitions itself. Um, because you don't get many female promoters. You don't get many females that are, that are doing it. We know Andrea did a very good job. Um, uh, was it last year or earlier this year? It's early um, this year. With the, it's um, early this year. Yeah. Um, and it is, it, it falls to certain people to do it. One person in particular, which has sort of made this his own and has just ploughed so much time, effort and resources, and I do think deserves a tip of the hat, is a gentleman by the name of Ant Brown. Um, 100% CA. Uh, they do the England quality. You know, they do England's, uh, Britons, and you know the qualifiers will run all over the country. But yeah, that's a guy that has that has put his own time, resources into doing it. Yeah. And it, whilst we all sort of say, oh, it'd be nice to have sort of females doing some you know promotion and stuff like that, don't undervalue those people out there like Ant that have actually laid quite a lot on the line. And his sole focus is actually elevating the sport yeah. uh, for the women because it's it's fantastic and it's needed. Yeah, and works tirelessly behind the scenes yeah. to, to make these happen. And um, yeah. un unfortunately, the reality is that the at right now the female side of, of it doesn't bring as much attention as the you know world strongest man and the heavyweight males are where the attention will be for a sport such as strongman. The, the way for us to get, you know, the lighter weight ca um, categories and the females to get more recognition is to bring that character out, become entertaining, make people want to watch you. Because obviously, when it comes to who lifts the most weight, it's it, it, the best big guy is always going to be the best yeah. smaller guy. That's, you know, there's, there's always variables. But if you compare the best of the best, they're, you know, what are they now? Like... Well, well over six foot and 300 close to 400 pounds big monsters but that doesn't mean what the lighter weight categories are doing isn't as impressive no i we saw that last week with like people like nudie yeah you know, it's unbelievable load, absolutely 200 unbelievable. kilo 200 kilo uh, stone you know ridiculous overheads but it's you play to their strengths you know the one thing if you were to to look at an accumulative thing okay it may not be um uh for some people, something as, as much as a test. But you know, this is probably where someone like UK sometimes gets this about right. What they will do is they'll throw in some dynamic events. And we've seen this, and we can discuss this later, because obviously we've got UK's UK on the, uh, on the radar. Up, yes, yeah. um, is what you could do with some of these guys. 
you could give something like a rather than 160 or 170 kilo per hand farmers make it 135 so it's going to be fairly light for the massive guys but it's still enough to test your grip and it still tests you it's going to be pretty heavy for some of the smaller guys but their grip's still just as good and their fleet of foot you know there is there is going to be a little bit of a sweet spot in there where you wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised where you could pick certain athletes from around the world and say do you know what if we did this for distance i'll pick an i'll pick a 105 because some of those 105s at certain points well i i've i've refereed contests like under 105 under 90 kilo contests and i've questioned whether i could beat the guys winning the comp because it's different you know, yeah, it's different. You no, know, it's 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 yeah. lighter, a bit more speed orientated, and it, it does make you think. It's like, could I or could I? <laughs> you know? This is this is also then what comes in with the Marius Pudjanovsky factor. Yeah, where we talk of you know, you cannot discredit what this guy has done. No. Yeah, he beat everyone in front of him. He was an absolute machine. What he was was an athlete. Mm. You know, was he the strongest human being on the planet at the time? No, he wasn't. But did he win every competition that you go into because of pure will? Yes, he did. He, you know, he, and that's, he that's trained, where just being massive isn't like be all and end all. He trained specifically for what he needed to compete in. And yeah. he was exceptionally good at it at the time. The sport has evolved since. Yeah. And it, it does. You go back through the years, you see those changes. Anyway, these are subjects for another day. We've kind of completely yes. come off point. We, we should be we talking have. about Tom Stoltman. Yeah. We yeah. obviously um, were talking about Donna, but Tom... Unfortunately, Tom didn't get the record. Uh, he, he felt a twinge in his bicep while he... I mean, he made the 265 still look very, very comfortable. Um, felt a twinge in his bicep. He's only six or seven weeks away from Worlds now. Yeah, and- the, 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 the one I can't get my... I can't still get out of my head is... Um, and hats off to you, Luke, because anyone's at the other end of a 200-kilo ping-pong ball coming at them. I've never, I've never seen a 200-kilo stone being manhandled like that. <laughs> that is phenomenal. There you go. Have that. Jesus. You know, it's just, it's crazy what he does. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pour a little bit of credit to him as well in that, and we don't see this enough, in that sometimes take a knee. You know, you'll, you'll have promoters, and I've heard all the stories. I've heard the pressure that uh, athletes have been under. I've also heard the worry, the fear, the anxiety that comes along with it. Oh, if I don't do this, I might not get another shot. I might not do this. Do you know what? You get one body. That's it. One body, one set of, one set of biceps. You know, as you know, you know everything. When, unless you've been in a position where you are tearing meat from bone, don't ever feel the pressure to do something if it means... You know, that taking a knee means you can live to fight or lift and lift, uh, live to lift another day. I thought what he did was sensible. It does, and it shows the evolution in Tom himself. You know, he's grown, he's matured that's, as an athlete. That's professional. It is. That's I, professional. I, I can relate one... I, I've been in that situation. I know what it's like to have that pressure on you. Yep. Of, I should really perform now. But I could risk my whole career... Yeah. trying to to make a little bit of money and that's, well you've done you've I, I, done both things you've been, and this is where you've you 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 know speaking to a more experienced you know athlete is key in that you've been on both sides of it we've been at europe's with worlds ahead and do you know what the knee's not right if i risk the knee at the moment going into world, I, I might miss worlds and you know obviously you had it in your head that that was that was it anyway so you did the sensible thing 
But if we go back earlier in your career to a squat, you've been pressured. Yeah. You know, uh, and yeah. It, by your own mission, it's a mistake. You know, but everyone's susceptible to it, and it's that experience to be able to pass on. Well, but also, I, I, maybe the the promoters bring, bring need it, to. Yeah, bringing that up is a, is a great example. You know, I because I got a lot of shit for that. You know, I got a lot of shit yeah. people. I, I, if I'll just kind of explain the story. 2013, world's strongest man in San, in in China. I um, I had the squat in my group, and the I think three people zeroed couple of guys managed one or two reps and it wasn't uh, looking great no the, the producers it's a tv show yeah, yeah. it's a tv show it just wasn't looking great so the producers weren't happy i'm not going to name names but i was uh, i was approached and told we need you to really give this you know don't just do three laws we need you to give it all your all and and i mean they they offered me a hundred quid per rep a hundred dollars per rep on the squat so I thought, okay, I can, I can bag myself an extra grand here if I do 10 reps. And rather than taking the smart approach and doing the three reps, saving myself for the final, I went for 10. I, coming up on that 10th rep, I blew my quad. That then cost me the whole year. I had to miss six months of competition. So I missed more income that, you know, you've got to think about. And ended up doing, you know, very well. I had to pull out of the world's strongest man that yeah. year because I did, you know, badly. So financially, it was terrible, even with the $900 that <laughs> I got for, for putting myself in hospital. Yeah. And, you know, strongmen are not being paid millions and millions of dollars to do this stuff. It's a lot of them have full time jobs, some of them have part time jobs, others rely on these competitions and sponsors and things like that to, to pay the bills. So when I was younger, I was just naive and stupid. And, you know, you want to please people. You don't want to be, you, you don't want to risk being alienated from shows. So you try and, you try and please people. And obviously I've got older and I've learned that I can't do that. So I try and pass it on to the, the next you know, generation. So they don't make those mistakes. And from, from my point of view, I think he made the right decision. It's, yeah, definitely. you know, he's not going to world's strongest man as just making up numbers. No, that boy's, but he's, he, he has to have his eye on winning it. Exactly. Now. You know, I, I've, I can openly talk about who my favorites are and I, yeah. I would, I, I don't have Tom in my top three, but he's capable of it. Yeah. And if you're capable of it, you've, you're in with a chance of winning. Anything can happen when, in a contest. When Tom, when Tom came around, he was in a similar vein of form in terms of like that prediction thing. I think we all used to do it with like, similar to like the Luke Richardson's. Just because there's such a there's an unknown quantity to him, but then you look at him when he's sort of sweet spotted, and you just go, do you know what? Actually, attribute wise and event wise, you're pretty on it now. And it's it's another one where, again, he could easily be a fifth, again, or do you know what? If he if he wink, you know, if he absolutely dials it in, he could win it. Look, he could win it. We, we'll all have our predictions and what we think yeah. will happen. But nobody knows what will happen. You, have, you as an athlete have to get yourself as well prepared as possible, be in as good a shape as possible, hopefully as injury free as possible. Yeah. And then you give 100% on the day and what will be will be. And if you're within a whisker, you've got a chance. Yeah. And he, he's in it's, that. It's yeah. little things like this, what's happened this weekend, that show me he's more ready to be a champion than he's ever been. People may look at it and say, oh, yeah, but we really wanted to see him lift a stone to prove it. He doesn't need to lift a stone to prove well, it. He's already the world I, record holder. I, I, it's, a, it's a smart decision. It is a, a smart decision. A very, 
That's, and, that shows uh, how to be a winner. Brian would have been proud of that. I, I agree. And, but I sat there as a fan wanting to see this record. I yeah. understand the fan's point. You know, we want to see these records broken. We want to see these athletes going for it. We want to be entertained. We yeah. want to see the records. But these guys have to think of themselves first. Yeah, I want to see Tom back next year and the year after and the exactly year after. That. If uh, he risks yeah. lifting that stone and blowing his bicep out, that's yeah. world's strongest man done. And whatever other kind of, you know, sponsor agreements he's got coming up this year that, that could be ruined. Plus, you tell your bicep, he may never lift a world record stone again. And I, I can tell you again from experience, I've been in that position. I was a very good, you know, I was very good at dumbbell. I was great at axle and pressing. I tore my labor yeah. in my shoulder in a contest in China. I've never been to that level since. Yeah. And that's what you have to kind of weigh up as an athlete. These injuries, we're not talking about chipping your nail. You're no. tearing muscles off bone and off, you know, ligaments. These are yeah. serious injuries. That yeah, because you're compromised from that point onwards and you'll never be the same. And that's it. You can, you know, as we get older as athletes, you know, there's sports where you, you can use this to cover. Yeah, and you can adapt. But you can't use it to advance. You can cover a gap, but you can't surpass where you once were when everything is on song. I mean, um, you know, it, it's possible to come back better. I've proved it time, time myself, but I've had to adapt. Yeah. And that adaption takes time. Smarter you know? as well. That's, that's a key part to this. And I, I'll always credit like, Vitalis for, for, for mentioning that. And I loved being in part of that conversation when you've got so many people talk about this, like you're some sort of just big dumb animal that just picks stuff up. But no, strongman is an exceptionally cognitive sport. You have to be, a, you have to be smart. Well, you don't have to be, but if you want to win and you want to win well, then you have to be a smart athlete. You either, you either need to be smart yourself or you need to get smart people around you. Yeah. That's the kind yeah. of, you know, two rules. Yeah. If, you've got a, if you've got a crowd of people all baying to you and going, yes, 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 bin them off. It won't be much help. Right. From that, we're going to go to the caveman corner. It was a popular segment last week. People really enjoyed it. So, Marcus, who's in the caveman corner on... Right. I am going to bring him up because, uh, again... The people that I'm looking at, and there is a whole raft of me, it's going to take weeks and weeks to get through some of these people. Uh, and also, if, if I've contacted you and you've not sent your videos in, hurry up, because uh, it would be, uh, it'd be nice, to, uh, nice to get a little bit, um, a little bit of a, a head start on some of them. But again, it's, it's another person that, that just stood out. Um, Tommy Lindavell comes out of New York. He wasn't born in New York. He's actually born in Mississippi, uh, raised uh, just outside of Louisiana in a place called, La a place called Laplace, uh, near New Orleans. Um, if you follow him on Instagram, and we'll get his Instagram up in a bit as well, you'll know why he's worth a follow, and you'll also know one of the reasons why he stands out. Um, we're talking about uh, a hairstylist from New York. He is a, he's another dude that's just like, he's just got a really good aura about him. Um, switches on when it comes to comp. Uh, stands there in his tiny little tight shorts. Uh, brilliant barnet, beard, beard on point. But he's serious when it comes to, to getting the job done. And it's just, um, again, he's just a standout. There's There's... Certain people, when you see them compete, you see people do well in events and they start calculating whether I can do this and if I hold this play. When you've got people that are just steamrollers, 
They know that if they dial it in, if I do what I've been training for and I nail this and I give 100%, I'm all in on it, I'm winning. And it's not an arrogance. That's an earned feeling. That is just, I am here to do a job. If I do it to the best of my abilities, I win. That's Tommy. And he does it, you know, wearing socks and crops. Um, <laughs> I'll leave Tommy to introduce himself, say a little bit more, and then at the end of this, you can see a couple of... Uh, Tommy's more special moments. Hey guys, I'm Tommy Lavelle. I am the world's strongest man under 80 kilograms. Uh, let's see a little bit about me. I've been lifting for about five years pretty seriously. Uh, what else? For the last 17 years, uh, I have been a ladies hairdresser. Uh, and I realized at some point, like, I have to work with my hands and I truly love that. I've also I uh, played piano for a while, and now um, with Strongman, I mean, it's all this, baby. It's all this. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, like I said, World's Strongest Man, so I've won uh, official Strongman Games uh, last year, 2019, to get the title of World's Strongest Man under 80 kilograms. I have won United States Strongman Lightweight World Championship. Uh, I'm a two-time national champion uh, in United States Strongman. This is my dog, Opie. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, what else? Uh, here are my three favorite lifts. Cheers. So if you sin that, then you'll get a little bit of an understanding of what makes uh, Tommy Lynn Lavelle a little unique. He is a, a brilliant bloke to be around. Uh, things you may not know, and it's amazing what the internet throws up, and none of this surprises me as well. Not only did Tommy want to actually be a professor, and he was a, a, a he was majoring in history, uh, and it's time away from from college that sort of uh, got him to the point of, right, okay, right, okay, what do I do? What do I do? And he ends up in beauty school, and now he, he runs a, a successful salon in New York. He's had one in Florida. But the best fact I could find about Tommy, this is phenomenal. He once traded a snake for a bike. Now, that's, that's a kid. That's a kid. A snake for a bike? <laughs> if you're going to live, if you're going to live in sort of Louisiana, in Louisiana, you know, and you, that's, that's the way to get about. You know what I mean? What do I do? Uh, well, he's got a bike. i got a snake. I need to get somewhere else. Mate, do you want a snake? Brilliant. Tommy, you're a legend, mate. That you're an absolute brilliant. legend. Oh, wow. I, I don't think I've ever heard of someone trading a snake for a bike <laughs> yeah. before, but I like it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's, a, he's a good dude. You know, he's, he's another person as well that I think he adds to it all. You know... Everyone thinks that this is some sort of formulaic thing. If we follow this you know, recipe, this is what we become. If we follow this, if we've got, I love the uniqueness of some of these people. Yeah, there's a couple of others that I'm waiting on. Uh, Wesley Claiborne, get your video in, please, mate. Uh, Rebecca Rowley. Yeah, there's other sports. There's other bits like the Highland Games, all sort of dragged towards this. And it's, it's what makes the melting pot of strongman so good. Yeah. You know, because we do drag we, in other athletes. We see so many incredible athletes now from, yeah. just so people understand, you know, we're only featuring one a week, but we're looking at the females. We're looking at the lighter weight categories. We're looking at the yeah. disabled athletes. We're going to be... Yeah, people like Martin Tai, 550 deadlift, you know, oh, nuts. Some, some of the Absolutely most inspiring nuts. athletes you, you, you'll ever see. Really just trying to show how big this sport's becoming, how accessible it is now to, to so many more people. And to give these guys a little bit of limelight that they deserve. Yeah, it's not always about, don't always expect it to be the most phenomenal singular lift. 
because yeah. a lot of the a lot of the people out there that have crafted you know a lifetime's work are the ones that just enjoy it you know and a lot of the people that have the longevity that's the thing to actually look at so if you're looking for inspiration sometimes look at the people that have stayed in the sport you know i always go back to to you guys as well what i call like, the trinity of british strongman and that is you know lawrence terry mark what's the one thing you boys have got in common you're doing what you do <laughs> well yeah yeah i can't say that apart from fee i'm the old, I'm, I'm the second oldest you know but no it's um yeah no I, I think the fact I that was, we're trying to show some personality you, yeah exactly i remember you saying you know if, if it all stopped tomorrow you'd still train and you that was that process that that part of the journey was most you know one of the most enjoyable parts of it and out there there are so many of you that you know and i am watching you know because there are times when you know i'm maybe not feeling up for it and i know it's the same for so many other people and all the way through to the likes of you know mr chalet in front of me he's like the people that stand out every once in a while which make you just go wow so we're looking for them that's what we want it's just these kind of hidden gems that yeah. haven't quite been given that opportunity yet to to shine but there there is well that's you know you've shown us two world strongman like champions you know yeah. under, under yeah, 90 kilo and under 80 i look forward yep. to to seeing what you've got for us next week yeah we're gonna go for a bit of a wild card next week i look forward to it right this week we have the uk's strongest man coming up and this one <laughs> is being is being kept very quiet i'm just gonna check yeah, yeah. my um my little list top secret and i'm gonna bring that up so bring that up I'll tell you one thing I do like about the UKs is there's a lot of variety to it. And, you know, Glenn gets a lot of shit from people, but he does put on a good show. And I think over the last couple of years, the UK has been a very, very entertaining family show. He's kind of gone out of his way to make a lot of, it's like a, a bit of a festival. You know, you've got the strongman going on, but then there's lots of things around for the kids to do. And I think if you're, if you're looking to come and watch a family-friendly show, it's, it's very, very entertaining. It's done well. Unfortunately, this year, it's got to be different. But yeah. they still want to go ahead with the competition. So we have two groups. Now, things may change, okay? But this is, is what I've, I know so far. We've got Group A, Group B. Um, so the way the UKs work is over three days, they have the quarterfinals where the top, the bottom two from each group are eliminated. Then you have the semifinals where then the bottom two again are eliminated. So you're left with four from group A, four from group B that merge together to make an eight man final. Yeah. yeah. So the groups for the UKs, we've got group A. Yes. Oh, let me just check. So group A is Paul Benton, Mark Jeans from Wales. Paul Benton, by the way, is the current champion. So he, he's yep. ahead of group, group A. Mark Jeans from Wales. Paul Smith. Paul Smith is a great athlete from England. Desmond. I don't know how to pronounce it. Is it Gan? Desmond from Wales. Have you, have you seen him before? Um, I, I know. Yeah, Desi. Desi um, yeah. I love, I love the, yeah. Oh, Des. Yeah, um, yeah. My old mate Des. No, he's just, just brilliant beard. Brilliant he, beard, He has Des. got an epic um, beard, yeah. But, um, I've never sort of yeah, seen his second name beard. before. I just know him as, as Desi. No. <laughs> but again, yeah. Viking. Very, yeah, very... which seems odd to have a Celtic Viking, but there you go. Um, let's go along with... We got... I'll just call it Guyan. There you go. Oh, there we you give go. it, we give it a right. bit of Guyan. We've got Lewis, yeah. Lewis Jack from Scotland. He's improving all the time. Matthew McKean, uh, McKeegan, sorry, from Ireland. 
Andrew Flynn, who is yep. a, you know very, very well, and Phil Roberts rounding yep. one. That's um, a good, solid group there. Yeah, there's a couple of there's a couple of oddities really as well. In the uh, Matthew McKeegan, if I'm correct as well, is the the small athlete uh, from Ireland. Not the biggest lad. Again, he's going to fall into that sort of don't but, but he's got some deadlift on him. He has got some deadlift on him. It'll be interesting. He's, he's another one that's just a kind of absolute sort of guns, guts, and glory sort of athlete as well. So, I like the fact again if this was if this was like a giants competition. You could pretty much pick it and just say, right, okay, That's you're going to struggle. The great but thing this with the UK one, is... Because you've got Dinah... Yeah, and it's the reset each time and the chance to get through. And that's where being a, a rounded, dynamic athlete sometimes is no bad thing. And that's where, you know, depending on the events, and we'll have a look, I'm not too sure whether um, we can grab them up. Um, but, uh, like, I know some of, the, some of the events, we've seen some of these boys training for them. Uh, I mean, but in terms funny. of... You've got, you've got Paul Benton, who's the current champion. You've got yep. Paul Smith, who's been to World's Strongest Man. You know, Phil Roberts, he was doing amazingly, obviously devastating injury that he's coming back from. It's going to be interesting to see yeah. what kind of shape he's in. If he's in top-level shape, major threat. It just depends. Can he come back from, from such a nasty I'm, genu injury? I'm genuinely chuffed, though, to actually just see him back in comp. Definitely. It's because, going to be... yeah, this, this, this is a bloke that applied so much pressure to himself. Yeah. And he ended up with the, oh, the most devastating... Yeah, the most devastating line of perspective I think anyone's ever going to get because it was cut you know it, it wasn't cut or dry whether this guy was going to lose a leg or not yeah you know and then everything else then sort of falls into place I'll tell you what just for him to get saw, back to this level is oh, an achievement incredible yeah you know. yeah he, he, like his weights are going up but do you know what he started to do enjoy it that's a big factor that's really what he wasn't doing it. enough of you could kind yeah, of tell it looked, it looked pain. It looked kind of painful before because it was just like this is what this is what I think I should be doing, not because it's like you know. It seemed like a little bit of love was lost. Whereas now, now he's just like I'm happy to be here. And yeah. do you know what? That could actually make him a little bit more dangerous. Some, sometimes, in, in, sometimes injury does make you do that. It makes you kind of just realize I just love doing it. I want to be back to doing it. And hopefully yeah. the the leg is strong again and, and he, he'll be strong. But it's a strong group. You've got Andrew Flynn, yep. who's impressed you, I know, tremendously. Yeah. Paul Smith, again, I just mentioned. Mark Jeans, very, very good Welsh athlete. Very, yep. very good at certain events. He's got some events where he's very, very strong. Yeah, um, he's, he's Desmond's um, training partner as well. They've yeah, sort of so buddied two, up, which again is a good is a good thing. Yeah, when you've got the two same lads, group. exactly. So that that will that will add a little bit of spice to it. Uh, one bloke not to overlook in that group as well, because um, Lewis Jacks, uh, like literally out of nowhere, uh, about a year and a bit ago, and he's just getting stronger. He's getting better stronger all the time. Stronger. Yeah. He's, he's in the mix. He's in the mix with a cracking group. But then you look at you look at that sort of um, that collective of guys. You know the Scotty Millens and all those boys. You know they all muck in. Yeah. You know, and then the Stoltmans have them in, and then it's just a case of let's see where we can advance to our lads. And it, it, you know, it's a it's a cracking thing to see. But I wouldn't I wouldn't rule out Louis. No. You know, Paul Smith out of my uh, out of that group. I would say in terms of. Um, he will be my favourite purely yeah. for the fact that he's, he's one of the most rounded, he's one of the most experienced. Um, everyone's had bugger all, but, you know, a pull aside from his 
collection of terrible trainers has nothing to do. He will be diligent. And um, if, you, if, you, if you do watch Paul, give them back to that headmaster so he can play squash from 1984. That'd be lovely. But then Group B, Group B is what I would consider to be, you know, if, if you're in there as a young lad and we, we spit, you know, you've got one of your boys in there. I've got two um, of my boys two, in there. Two boys, in actually. The yeah, Ryan, Ryan and um, Ollie. Ollie. Yeah. So uh, got, that's that's a tough one. That's a toughie if you're a young lad. Do you want me, do you want me to go through the, the yes, list? Yes, please. So we got Terry Hollands making a comeback to the UK's strongest man. Paro Dwyer, former winner. Zeke Malusi, who competed at World's Strongest Man last Zachy, year. Yeah, he's, Zachy, he's, 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 getting, he's cracking. He was the wild card, wasn't he, for Worlds? And everyone yeah. sort of kicked up about it. Why this, why that? And I tell you what, it's best. The improvement in him has been incredible. Because I remember, I mean, I competed against him for a while. And you were just like, ah, you know, this, this kid's nothing to, to worry about. And then suddenly, yeah. out of nowhere, he just, he's really made some giant strides. And, and We've said this about certain, certain types of characters that, like, I've, I've been critical of some of the people that have been dropped into competition sometimes because you just look, it's not going to make a shit difference. You know, but you look at others and you think, okay, they are going to get beat, but that's actually going to do them a favour. Well, some, because they're gonna they're gonna light up. They will want to aspire. Then they know where they have to aim. Sometimes you see people the line. just they just raise that level. It inspires yeah. them. It makes yeah. them want to do better. And Zach I mean, is he, one of them. He's he's deadlifting over four hundred kilos now. Yep. His static yeah. strength is is up there. His log's good. He's a powerful, powerful guy. And yeah. you know, for static strength, he's going to be one of the strongest guys in this contest. Yeah. Um, Matthew McCoy from Ireland. I don't know a huge about, amount about Matthew. I've seen him a little bit, but um, it's, uh, it's going to be a step up, I think, I feel for him. Yeah. I'm Gav just going to adjust on. my seat before I vanish out of screenshot. There we go. Just there we go. All You're of a sudden, started a, started, yeah. started a sink. If so, there are any chair suppliers out there that wants to send me something for my <laughs> big, big bum, that would be grand. <laughs> She's got big Gav built on from Wales. Yeah, he'll, he'll destroy a few chairs as well. Yeah, he, 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 he will is, destroy he a few a, chairs. He is a unit. Um, when I say big, I mean big. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, so say, what is he, 30, 30 stone? Yes, uh, he's, big. He's and off, off the back monstrous. of Giants as well. So this is going to be, this for me is going to be interesting because. This Giants is time. Is, is that is that line in the sand? That's that's a greater understanding. It's all right having a chat and sort of saying, "Oh yeah, I reckon I could do this. I couldn't do that." But now this is the point of right. Okay, you know where you've ended up. You've been against you know that sort of caliber of athlete. Um, what have you got? Yeah. What have you got? Do you feel for for Gav? This is it's time to shine. I would be disappointed if he's not in the top two. He will be. I think as an athlete himself, just because of the want aspect of it, I. I I think anything other than a win in this, and he'd feel like he's underachieved. Really, even with yeah, some of the names so. in. Well, yeah, because the, the thing is, you go by your own, you go by your own standards. You know, you've set your stall out. You know, there is, in terms of the Welsh side of things. Um, <laughs> sorry, I shouldn't laugh, but what? Just, just slow. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just gonna just there. There we go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think my chair has finally given up the ghost with my uh, bum in it. Have, have you put on weight recently, Marcus? I'm, I'm only a couple of kilos, but I'm <laughs> just just under 125 kilos, so I should be all right. But no, um, no, I I think because of what he's wanting to do, he's out the army, 
so he doesn't have that round him anymore. He's been able to concentrate. He's drawn the line in the sand of what he wants to do. He's had the line-up now. He's got the whole thing of, of standing there with the guys uh, from Giants. He's got the likes of you know, uh, Luke Richardson to look at, the Adam Bishops, then the, the wild cards that came in across like Irvin and stuff like that. Guys that are just regular day strong men that like, this is just what we do. You know, this is, this is the minimum standard of which we go. And do you know what? Call it as it is. And, he, you know, Gav, you can get on the blower. You know, you weren't there. No. Just weren't there. But again, Gav's another one. I feel that that needed to happen because you go, right, okay, I now know what I need to do. I think this gives you the opportunity. I don't think there's so much you can do in the time frame, but a mental change is sometimes enough because it's, right, okay, the attack you know, you know what it's like sometimes. You miss something. You miss a rep. And if, it's, if it feels like it's on you and your accountability is dialed in, you can get it again because that level of, do you know what, and now I really want it. Mm-hmm. Now I really want it. And this is the time where I think Gav could, could show how badly he wants it. Yeah, interesting. I mean, it's a tough contest to predict. It honestly is. I mean, I'll go through the rest of the list. So we've got Ryan yep. Bennett, who's making huge, yep. huge progress. Another Strong one of my boy. lads, one London strongest man earlier this year. Yep. Just, you know, you know, I think he was second, I believe, um, England's strongest man to Paul yep. Smith. So, you know, he, he's making great gains. And again, another great all-rounder. Uh, a really exciting young lad is Ollie Clark. Now, this, he, he surprised a lot of people by winning the juniors this year. He yeah. didn't surprise me. He is one of the easiest people you'll ever meet to train. He just does as you tell him. He's works a sponge. Hard. He does. He just yeah, and it's, in, it's good now that he's got, the right, he's got the right people around him because he showed very early. Like I, I think the first time I saw him, he was like 15, 16. Mm, yeah. And he's squatting, he, he's squatting one RMs for, for, for reps, you know, for most big people. Um, but, you know, it looked like he was going to end up one way and one way only. And that's yeah. like, you know, go off like a firework and never to be seen again. Um, the good people have got around him. He's got you as a coach. He's got some great people in his ear. And now he looks like he's built that solid foundation and he's, a really he's good coming understanding on really well. where he's at. Yeah. yeah. Um, he, he's exciting, as you say, exciting, I think, is the right way to go about yeah. it. And inspiring to the shorter gentleman, because he's only, he's only short, but he gives it everything, and he's not letting he is, that height he is, affect him. He's as wide as he is tall. He is. Yeah. But, he, he, you know, for, for a statically strong, shorter guy, for instance, he moves exceptionally yeah. well. And that's well, what we've kind for, of worked let's on. not forget, he, you know, there is a very good chance I have a pair of socks older than he is. Uh, I would guarantee it. (laughs) (laughs) He's still got a few more years as a junior. So, yeah, yeah. And then finally, rounding up Group B is Ben Williams, who's made great progress again the last couple of years. You know, really. He's up, um, I think his gym have put him up for an attempt at the British dumbbell record as well. Interesting. And by the the way, he threw at 122 the other day, you know, I'll I'll give him a good crack at it. Yeah, by, there's there's one thing about those uh, those guys and girls that come from that area, but also that come out of uh, 3D strength. <laughs> you you guarantee one thing: effort. Yeah, absolute effort. They will not die wondering. Yeah. Um, and it would be great to see what what he can do over. You know, if he gets through the first day and into the second day, that's that's where it'll be interesting. It always well, is. With I'm this. gonna I'm gonna quickly run through the events. Don't interrupt because we haven't got time. Yeah. But just just so you know the events, I think you'll I think you'll quite enjoy the the mixture of events here. So we've got the um 
the tractor tire super yoke, which is a 440 kilo super yoke for 20 meters. Yep. Glenn's yokes are tough. And I can promise, you know, as, as someone that's used them many times, they're, a lot of people struggle with them. They, 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 they're usually pretty, you usually don't get many people finishing some of his, his yokes. Um, then we've got the last man standing silver dollar deadlift, which again, big, big weights we're going to see lifted. The Viking log medley going from 100 to 180 kilos. Again, Glenn's logs are hard. Don't expect a 180 to be flying up. Um, and then finally, day, day one, the bottom three will go head to head in the car deadlift hold eliminator. So if they do it the same as last year, it's a bit like gladiators. You're given a time advantage depending on how many points you've got. And then you're all upholding the car um, and the one who can hold it the longest will go through, or the one who's standing till the end will go through to the next day. Um, interesting events, to be honest, for, for day one. Uh, day two, semi-final day, we've got the farmer's walk, which is 150 kilos in each hand. Then there's a vehicle winch pull, which is an interesting, uh, like, it's a mechanical winch. Is that the arm over arm sort of thing? It's, it's not like, yeah, it's, it's like you're twisting yeah. uh, the mechanical yeah. kind of winch, basically, to, to yeah. pull the, the rope. Um, Stones of strength, and then again, the bottom three will go into the car deadlift eliminator hold. You do not want to be getting through that two days in a row. <laughs> um, and then the final events. So we've got the truck pull, just a normal truck pull with a harness. Um, Cerberus sack load, so just four sacks loaded as fast as possible. The rebel strength car squat for reps. That's going to be interesting. Um, so I'm guessing some kind of rebel strength contraption that there's going to be a car on top of. Uh, dumbbell medley, 80 to 120 kilos. And then power stairs to finish with 200, 225 kilos and a 250 kilo um, implement. So wow. an interesting mix of events. Yeah, I don't envy the boys on the power stairs right at the end. 250 kilos. And one, one thing I will say about Glenn's comps, three days of competition... You know, you've got so many events, it is brutal. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're an experienced Terry Hollands or Paro Dwyer. You know, myself, I've been there before. Graham Hicks, it's a tough competition. You can look at it on paper and think, oh, yeah, this guy should win. But after potentially 13 events for some of them, it's, it can become absolutely brutal. Your body starts breaking down. You've seen it before. I mean, Hicksy didn't win last year and was the heavy favorite. I didn't win the year before. You know, I've been to the UK twice. I won in 2017, came third in 2018. You know, um, it's and and potentially probably would have looked at it and said, you know, I should have won. Hicksie should have won. There's no guarantees with this type of show, uh, especially with the eliminators and the fact that it's reset after every day. That's a tough one. You know, that's what I found hard because I I knew I was the best guy consistently. But then every day it's reset, and then the final is only five events. And with five events, like I've said before, it's always difficult. So we talk about guys like Paul Smith, who's a great all-rounder. You talk about like Paro Dwyer, who's got that experience being there. Terry Hollands in shape is always going to be a threat. Paul Benton, current champion. Yeah. I, think, I think it's going to be a tough show. It's hard to pick a winner. Yeah, again, Paradwire, uh, if he if he puts in a if he puts in a good stint, 
he, he's, in, he's with a shout. He's within a shout. Yo, um, if Terry shows anything of the form that he put into like OSG, and also just the character again, just happy. I just want to compete. That Terry Hollins is really dangerous. Um, but there's so many little factors within that as well. And for those people that don't, you know, they look at a log medley and stuff like that and just think, well, people breeze through. They are so different. These aren't logs with weights on the end. The whole thing is 180 kilos or 160 kilos or 140 kilos. Just lapping it and cleaning it is an effort. It's, it's twice as hard as anything is, you know. Also, when it's set up as a medley, it's different to a mix. Oh, yeah. You know, there's I, only I... one person I've seen made that look easy, and that was... Um, probably the one of the greatest guys on the planet at the moment in uh in Mateus. yes you know and and he was in that it was at summer mania wasn't it he he was the only guy he was the only through. guy yeah, yeah. I, I, of, I, of absolute world-class well, you know, athletes so. I, I did that same medley in 2018 yeah. and i won the event and i wasn't the strongest log presser in the contest yeah but i'd had experience on the logs I yeah. knew that a fast three, I, 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 my goal was to do the 160. Yeah. You know, I, I, I knew the 180 wasn't going to be there. Or if it was, it was just going to be a risk that wasn't worth taking. Yeah, so yeah. I went through three, three fast. Ryan England, who's a 10, 20 kilo on top of me, log lifter, decided to pace himself for the 180. Couldn't even clean the 180. And it's, it's, no. that's not taking anything from, away from Ryan. No, until you've Ryan. done it. It's but it's brutal. one of those, yeah, it's, it's a lot harder that Glenn's logs are a lot harder than people, you know, than most of the logs that you'll use. Yeah. And it's, it's funny with a lot of Glenn's events there, they are a, a lot harder than people think. Yeah. Stones, for example, the diameter is so much bigger. So yeah. you'll see a 160 stone and say, well, I've, I've watched a guy in the gym do 200, but you can't even get your arms around it. So you ain't lifting it. You know? Yeah. I've, I've had this kind of argument with a few people recently because they'll go on about what they can do in their gym. Yeah. And I'll, I'll explain to them, <laughs> it doesn't matter no. until, you know, I, I remember doing a competition against this Iranian guy and we did Yoku Farmers and I beat him on, on both in this contest. He's like, oh, I was so much faster in my gym. It's like, it doesn't matter what you did in your gym. It matters what you do in contests. So well, we've, we've had a similar thing as well. You accompanied me um, last year to, to Body Power. Um, and there was, there, you know, guys in my group, they're good 300 kilo deadlifters. And the, the deadlift for the day was uh, 260 for reps, but it was on a wobble bar with the stone implement. No, the, yeah, the silver dollar implements, or I yeah. think, or the stone implements. So you know it's going to flex. Again, it doesn't make a difference. Unless you're quite rounded, unless you're prepared to be a, just to pull and learn how to pull on the day and, and not have this preconceived idea, your approach to something is as important as your ability just to lift something once. Um, and you're going to see that here. This is, where, this is where some of those young guys, some of those inexperienced guys, are actually going to showcase themselves quite well because you know, you're going to walk into an environment here of where your energy management is going to be key. So anyone watching thinking, okay, three days, you get a bit of a breather, you know this bit. You are up early doors. You stood around for ages. The entire day. By the time these and athletes long, get back, they days. are gonna be knackered. And there's, you know, there's a whole host of them fans that have to sit, you know, and wait for the athletes to then be done. And then the athletes. That, that won't, that won't happen this year, but um, yes, yeah, yeah, that's, happened in the past. But that's all part and parcel of it in it terms is. of you know your time management for for competition. Whether it's it, probably going to be a little bit nicer for them this year without yeah. having. I mean, as disappointing as it is to not have the fans there. In terms of, especially for the newer guys, I think they'll just be a little bit more focused and won't be so affected by that whole 
ordeal of, wow, there's a lot of people watching me. So yeah. for, for some of them, it probably will help. You know, guys like Terry and Parr are used to it. But, you know, for the new guys... Yeah. When you want to get, get something to eat and you're being dragged away, you yeah. know, and yeah. it's, oh, God, I'm starving. So, you know. look, looking at this list, pick me a top three. Um, right. Oh, God, I Love putting it. you on the pressure because you know you're going to get shit from the guys you don't pick. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know every single yeah, one of these I'm, people. I'm the same. <laughs> okay. Uh, winner, Power Dwyer. Um, second place, Paul Smith. Third place, Terry Hollands. Ooh, interesting. Yep. Just because, again... I could throw in about four different names, mix it all up, but I want people chatting. Yeah. I want people chatting. You know, I could easily put Gav at the top of that because if he was, comes in... I, I was going to say... Especially with things like the, like the squat and stuff like that. The boy's a monster, but let's just get, let's just get some names uh, yeah. going as well. I want to see what's going on. Do you know what? I, I'm looking at it and it's hard to predict. I'm just looking yeah. at the events. Looking I'm at really the events looking the forward to seeing Matthew McKeegan on that, um, that deadlift. Yeah. Because he's not the biggest lad. Same as like Ollie, to be fair. He may not be the biggest puller, you know, in terms of overall in that lineup, but he's a, it's, it's a silver dollar implement. Mm. He's only got to get the thing moving and off the ground by that. Yeah. You know, it, it's amazing how that implement could actually work in his favour. I, I, I do think an in shape Terry Hollands is going to be dangerous. It depends yeah. if in shape Terry Hollands turns up or not. Yeah. It's, that's the only question. But looking at the events, I mean, if he gets a good start with a truck pull, he's he's an incredible truck puller. You know, yeah, I, the, I really can't see I can't see anyone touching him on the truck pull. Even like you know, you mentioned like Gav and stuff like that. I don't yeah. I don't think Gav's got the experience to cope with Terry on on truck just yet. Maybe a no. bit more practice on those type of events. But the I, dude, I, the dude, you can never rule out for that as well, just because we always talk about this wild card element to it. And like, you, who would have ever picked Paul Benton? last year especially on the trep pool do you know when what everyone he... was dying on their ass and gav was the heavy guy the only guy to get that thing on the ramp and moving because of those trailers you've got a guy that's giving away 40 kilos probably 45 kilos to gavin bilton and he matched him and yeah, yeah. honestly it's one of the most impressive feats that I saw for pure will. Paul, Paul came in in great shape last year, and he's, yeah. you know, I'm sure he's going to be well prepared for, for this one as well. And again, a good all round athlete. They just, and the other thing I will mention these events are not guaranteed, they could be changed. And you're the, the, the order strong of them. Man. That's um, not uncommon. But I mean, I, 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 I'm going to struggle to pick a top three. It, it could be, I, I, think, I think Paul Benton will be up there. I, I think it's going to be. Between... He knows how to play the game as well, which yeah. is for this for this set of um, you know for the three I, I, days. I'm going to say savvy. I'm going to say top four in no oh, particular order. Paul Benton. <laughs> you can't do that. Paul Smith. I can I can do what I like. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's got his, you know your show your rules. He throws you throw me under the bus and then get Gav Bilton to pull it over the top of me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm going to predict Paul Benton to be above Gav. I, I think I yep. think Gav will Gav could I reckon will be around fifth place. But um, I'm going for the hard one for me is Terry. Terry in shape yeah. can win this. Yeah, yeah. It depends how motivated Terry is. I don't know. I haven't seen too much of his training recently. 
he he wasn't i mean i don't know he didn't really do much at europe so it's hard to really gauge off that well, the other I, th- part I think. Of it is, do you know has what? It, has has gonna... Terry's hamstring even healed yet? There's a, there's is a Terry good question. Gonna, is Terry going to be there, or are you going to have I'm, a reserve? I'm, I'm going to be. I'm going to go for a bit of a different one. I'm going to go for Paul Smith to win. Okay. Yeah. I think he's good enough all round. I think he'll conserve energy. I think he's smart enough. He's got that experience now, and I think it's time for him to step up and, and win a title, a big title. He's going to be really pissed at that. He's going to be happy that you said it, but I sponsor him. <laughs> and, I, and I put him in second. <laughs> well, look, they're, they're all great athletes. So, I mean, yeah. even some of the ones like we haven't mentioned, like we've said before, you know, we talk about Tom going to Worlds. Yeah. As long as you are in shape, and this is the thing, when, when you hear people doing predictions and stuff like that, I've seen it before as an athlete. You as an athlete have to go there with blinkered vision and focused on being as prepared as possible and give it your all on the day. And then when it comes to the day, anything can happen. You know, I'm going to throw something into this because I know we do predictions and stuff like that. Honestly, I can, it sounds a bit odd to say this, but I couldn't give a shit for the winning order. There are other things that actually matter more to me within this. I want to see, um, Paul Benton get through it. Uh, sorry, Paul, um, Roberts, uh, Paul, Phil, Roberts. Phil Roberts, Phil Roberts get to a final. I genuinely do that. That for me, if he's there or thereabouts and he gets to day three, I will stand and applaud that more than probably anything else. Uh, I want to see Andrew Flynn get through to a final. I want to see Ben Williams surprise people on the dumbbell medleys and you know, on, on those sorts of things. You know, I want to see Ollie Clark, Ryan Bennett hold their own and stand shoulder to shoulder with some of the people because they've got the likes of Terry, the likes of Parr in their group. The it's so team. much that can benefit everyone. And if you love the sport, you know, yeah. Louis Jack and meeting Zaki in a final. Mm. You know, those Scottish lads stood there. Then Paul Benton, who's already won it, you know, of which I'm going to state this out. The fact that Paul Benton didn't get the airtime, having been the first Scottish winner of UKs, is abhorrent. For any person that backed him, sponsored him and stuff like that, and you didn't go to town on that bloke and put him front and centre... Yeah, that's that's beyond the pale because that that lad, for he courts a bit of controversy because he speaks his mind. Fair play to him, but more than anything else, which you underwrite is the fact that he was he gave everything, and that any winner deserves their airtime. And the fact he, he didn't he, get he it, des- he is deserved shocking. his win. Yeah, he deserved yeah. his win. He performed brilliantly, and I'm I'm great friends with Hicksy, as are you. But Paul deserved his win. Oh, you gotcha. know, he, he, yeah, yeah. You know, Hicksy. We can we can make excuses for him. He hurt his ankle, but it's not day, an that's, easy... that's competition, and this is why yeah. when we do predictions, you don't know what's going to happen. And all these guys have now got an, an opportunity to get noticed, to be seen. We always talk about the Stoltmans. You've got three great Scottish guys in this contest. Yeah. Look yeah. how much the Scottish you know, have improved over the last few years. It's yeah. it's great to see. And we again, the Welsh, the quality in the Welsh. You know, Mark Jeans has been around for a while. Um, you know, he's still a young lad. For all intents and purposes, you know, but look, the guys that are coming through, you know, with Gav, Gav's still a fairly sort of young, you know, Desi's going to get a great amount of experience for this. I think competing alongside your training partner, I couldn't couldn't ask for much more than that. I think that's, you know, they've got the right setup as well. It's a brutal camp. You know, it's that whole thing of, you know, everyone's got, you know, everyone just destroys one another. You know, there's always banter and stuff like that. That's a great place. There's no room to escape. I think that actually sets you up quite well. You know, there's there's a lot to come out of this, and I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I hope we we get a lot more feedback and coverage 
you know, I know like people like to shut stuff down, but I can tell you from experience, the best thing you can do here is get as much information out as possible. You know, if you haven't got things like um, the meet and greet afterwards, make sure you've got a social media team that are there to do little interviews, little snippets and capture the, the moment when people thing, finish events. It's why I'm kind of talking about, I know the fans want to hear about it and, yeah, and yeah. want to see these guys and, you know, good guys competing. This, this, yeah. this guy's, we know how good they are, but they need to be shown to everyone so they get that, that exposure and help again grow the sport. Anyway, we've ran out of yep. time for this week. I hope you can shorten the. I hope you guys have enjoyed it's the strongman show number four. Marcus, it's been great to chat as always. Be back with you next week. Just yep. very, very quickly for those that want to go and get Team Affinity um, products, Uncle Oz is your code. That gets, and um, then just head to www.iamthecaveman.com or if you want to learn a little bit more about it, find me on Instagram, Team Affinity. Going forward, we're going to do some product reviews as well. So we're going to get you telling everyone why they should be buying your various different products. Right, okay. I might get other people to do that. That way it doesn't <laughs> come from me. <laughs> no. well, guys, we'll be back next week. Have an awesome week and we'll see you soon.